Welcome to the Marketing for Learning podcast. This is the only place in the world, probably, where you can learn everything that you need to know about applying marketing practices and thinking to the world of learning. So to quote my favorite piece of e-learning, let's get started. It's funny, right? Because no one has a favorite piece of e-learning. When it comes to your learning, do you ever think about how your learners feel? Not what they do, not what they think, but what they feel. Human emotions play an incredible role in our day-to-day lives, and they are leveraged incredibly well in effective marketing campaigns. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the value of using emotions within your marketing and communications efforts and the role that emotions play in forming connections and bonds with your audience. Using emotions in marketing is a deliberate act. The most effective marketing campaigns in the world do this with incredible flair. But you can also be doing it. You are going to be using emotions to persuade and influence and tap into human emotions to form a very deep connection with your audience with the main goal of achieving a specific result. That result may be to undertake a course. That result might be to do something differently. That result might be to think a little bit differently about learning at work. Of course, there's a spectrum of emotions that we have available Some very simple, sad, happy, mad, but also think a bit wider, you know, are we angry? Are we joyful? Are we curious? Are we intrigued? Are we spiteful? Are we filled with frustration? All of these emotions play an incredible role in linking your learning and your learning brand with your learners. And actually, emotional marketing works. It is incredibly effective, way more effective than using logic in advertising. In fact, 31% of advertisers report significant profit gains with emotional campaigns. Only 16% report the same with rational campaigns. So the reality is you could be getting two times higher performance from your communications and campaigns efforts if you start to look at how you can build emotions into the communications and efforts that you are building. There's a range of emotions that you could be looking at exploring. Like I said at the beginning, things like fear, guilt, trust, value, belonging, pleasure, even competition. There are a range of emotions that are used effectively in marketing campaigns to generate a response from your learners. And like I said, once you have these responses in place, you start to affect the bond and their response of the learner to your learning and your learning brand. Fear is a really interesting one as well because I actually see a lot of organizations really stay away from negative emotions. And I think that's actually a super shame because our world is not just candy floss dreams and peachy unicorn pineapple ice cream cones. You know, the reality is there is a lot of bad stuff that happens in our lives. There's a lot of bad things in the world. If we ignore these, the other half of the spectrum of human emotions, which are negative, 
we're missing opportunities to connect and acknowledge some of these feelings in our learners. So whilst you need to get the positioning right, you know, it's, it's, uh, I would never suggest it. You go do this or you're going to die or lose your job. But you could look at, uh, you know, something I was discussing with a client recently. Do you want to keep pace? Do you want your career to stay relevant? Do you want to continuously evolve your ways of doing and thinking? Because tell you what, your peers are. That's fear. It doesn't sound so scary when you boil it down like that. Things like curiosity, intrigue. I've talked a lot about this in the past with things like storytelling, for example, and how we can start to knit emotions into the language that we're using to persuade and influence and generate some perceptions of impact over our learners. We want our learners to connect with the learning interventions that we have for them. That's fundamentally important. Otherwise, if they don't connect, they're not going to do it. Or they might do it once and never come back. And you're missing opportunities to help positively impact their performance if they're not going to repeatedly connect with learning. So we need to be looking at really fostering emotions through our communications and marketing, but also really through our learning. And it's not for me, I'm not an instructional designer to comment on precisely how you would do that in a learning context, but I can tell you how to do it in marketing for learning. I found a really cool adaptation of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs Pyramid the other day. And it was actually talking about how Apple has basically exploited and used this pyramid to develop and evolve their brand over time using emotions. So for those of you that aren't super aware of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we have five layers that are in a pyramid. At the bottom, we've got psychological needs. Then we have safety needs. Then we have love and belonging, esteem, and at the very top, self-actualization. Those of you who aren't familiar with this, this is basically uh, a range of needs that a human needs uh, needs met in in order for them to to accomplish certain things. So we cannot uh, have esteem or feel a sense of belonging or safety unless our psychological needs have been met first. We can't achieve self-actualization unless the other four needs have already been met because it's a pyramid. But interestingly, when I saw the adaptation uh, applied to a brand, it was super interesting because they basically talk about how Apple has evolved their approach and changed tact many times throughout its, what, nearly 30-year tenure in our world, Um, from psychological needs through to the messaging that they use. Um, They had a big campaign to meet safety requirements around privacy. Um, And now, obviously, recently, they're looking at things like Think Different. Um, I don't even know if they use that tagline anymore. They might have just dropped that entirely. What I'm trying to say, I guess, or explain with this concept is that humans have emotions. They don't come to work and just stop having feelings. They don't come to work and become some drone who doesn't have thoughts and ideas and needs that require being met before they will do certain things. Now, I'm not saying that Maslow's hierarchy of needs and his pyramid is like the perfect thing to help you build out a marketing campaign, but what I am suggesting is having some understanding that people need to feel certain things and you can make them feel certain things if you think about it. 
ultimately, most L&D departments that I speak to are trying to achieve an engaged audience of learners. And engaged, obviously, let's not get into the semantics of that, but ideally what they want is a, a group of people who are willingly opting into learning experiences, who are happy, delighted, overjoyed to learn at work, and as a consequence of that learning are actually putting that education into practice and changing their performance as a result. Because really, you know, we say this all the time, if they're learning, that's great, but are they doing anything differently? If they're not doing anything differently, the learning's not effective, so it doesn't really matter how much learning they're doing. In order for us to get an engaged audience, I've said many times, I do believe marketing is at the core of this. Of course, if the experiences that they're having in a learning context are poor, you're going to disengage them. But you're never even going to get them there to disengage them if you don't undertake marketing efforts, if you don't communicate with them, if you don't focus on the benefits and the what's in it for me and the fulfillment aspects of your learning. But equally... We want to start thinking about fostering emotional bonds with our audiences. And that's because these experiences are memorable if we have an emotional connection. It can increase the passion, loyalty, and advocacy of your learners. Over time, you want people to trust that you are going to give them something worth their time. And so if L&D emails them, yep, I'm going to go and involve myself in that because every experience I've had with them is perfect. Emotions shape the attitudes that drive decisions and behavior. So without an emotional bond, your learners can be easily swayed to devote their time and energy into something else. So if you want to connect with your people and if you want to think about how best to reach them using marketing. Consider how you can start to introduce emotions into your language, into your imagery, and into the tone of voice. Anything and everything that you're doing can communicate emotions. Make sure you're focusing on generating the emotions that are going to most effectively resonate with your people. Bed yourself into their brains using emotions. I'm a massive fan of using emotions in marketing. I do it all the time. Those of you who follow me on LinkedIn will be quite familiar with me. You'll probably be quite familiar with my son, Max, as well. And I love him. And there's a reason why I use him in my content on LinkedIn, because he triggers emotions in people. Cute baby, great, wonderful. But actually, people have started to invest in my story as a single mother. They've started to involve themselves in me running a business as a mother. And how do you do that balance? And more importantly, they've started to invest in beautiful baby Max and what he is up to and how he's changing and how he's developing. This is an excellent example of evoking emotion in audiences. Is it intentional? Yes. Is it contrived? No. My son is my son. I love him and I love sharing how what she's changing and how exciting life is for an eight-month-old baby. But I use that emotion to great effect. I've also used it many, many times when I, you know, actually I'm trying to educate and inform people about marketing for learning. And 
creating a fear of uncertainty, um, of being left behind, of stagnation. This is, again, language I've used um, to evoke certain responses. I have been a marketer for nearly a decade, and I can say hand on heart, the campaigns that I have developed and launched that have been most effective have done so because they have had a desire for an emotional connection at their core. Brands that are doing emotional marketing have more committed, more loyal, more advocacy towards their brand and their customers love them. Wouldn't you like your learners to do the same? So that's just one more short, swift episode of the Marketing for Learning podcast. Of course, if you've liked what you've heard, please subscribe and spread the news as well. You know, we're a new podcast. We're trying to really educate the learning and development industry as much as possible here. And a big part of that is as many people as possible listening to what we've got to say. Uh, always welcome to feedback and if there is episodes that you want to hear and we're not covering them please email me my email address is ashley a-s-h-l-e-y at mass m-a-a-s hyphen marketing.co.uk if there's episodes you want that we're not doing let me know and i will jump on it see you soon